Hey there, Strong Mom. Welcome to the Mom's New Strong Show, a show that inspires, educates, and motivates you to ditch the weight loss and fitness drama and create a fit and healthy lifestyle that you love, all centered around down-to-earth and practical solutions that will leave you feeling inspired and ready to take action. I'm your host, Jessica May, fitness and nutrition coach, hot mess mama too, a recovering perfectionist, and a lover of all things sprinkles and Mexican food. I'm also a woman on a mission to help you strengthen your body and mind so that you can be the best version of yourself. Ready to unleash your inner and outer strong mom? Let's get started. Hey, strong mom, welcome back to another episode. And today we are talking about taking advantage of the school year starting and all that fresh, exciting, or maybe not so exciting time of the year. And so I've been hearing moms lately say things like, I can't wait for school to start again so we can get in a routine. Or maybe you're the later and you're saying things like, it's time for all of us to get on a routine and I'm not looking forward to it at all. Whatever your stance is on school starting, one thing is for sure, we can all get on the same page that routine is going to happen, whether we like it or not. And so today's episode, I want to show you how you can take advantage of the amazing opportunity of school starting and this fresh new start to get your quote unquote shit together. And I mean this with the deepest love because I'm on the same boat with you. And actually today is Monday, the first week or one week before school starts. And today is the day I officially get my shit together. And I went, got up at 5 a.m. I'm getting back on my morning routine. I'm getting my kids back on an evening routine. We're, we're just getting back on the routines that feel good to us. Or well, I don't know, my kids probably wouldn't agree too much with the bedtime routine, but it does agree well with them in the end, right? So we're going to talk about that today. And really, one of the best times to start a routine or in change a routine is a fresh start or a clean start, a do-over, right? I want you to think about it. When are most people hyped up for change? It's usually a new year, right? It's that whole, that, that feeling of a fresh start, a new beginning. And we don't have to wait for a new year to have that quote unquote fresh start. And, you know, this can also go both ways. I want you to also think about anytime in the past, right, I'm thinking of a very particular time, and, and I'll explain in a minute, of, you know, when you might have fallen off a routine you had because of a big change, right? Because so a clean start doesn't have to be a new year, it can be a change, a life event, right? What was a big life event that we had not too long ago? COVID, right? And I don't know about you, but all my healthy habits kind of got, you know, turned upside down when COVID happened because I couldn't go to the gym. And that's a lot of where my routine stems from as far as my healthy habits is the working out. And that puts me in the right mindset for eating right. And guys, I I struggled during <laughs> during lockdown because I was so off of my my routine that I had literally been doing for years. And I, to be honest, really didn't work out at home that much. I didn't have like what I usually have. It wasn't the right environment. Um, and so with that said, even my habits of, of eating, and I know I'm not alone. And, you know, once we got back into roots, luckily Texas wasn't really shut down for that long. So we, I was back at the gym working, working out and, um, you know, didn't do too much damage. But I know even a year later, even this year, guys, I have done nutrition consults 
and coached women that are still trying to lose the COVID weight, right? They, they gained all the weight during COVID and, and they're still trying to lose it. And so that can just show you, I wanted to share that with you to show you the power that, ha- uh, you know, this whole idea of a fresh start, a clean slate, something different, how this can affect you. And it can't, and you have the choice, right? We can let it affect us in a, a positive way or a negative way. Either way, routines are either, they, they're not, um, routines can be either good or bad, but the way that they're created is neutral, right? And it's up to us to take back that power and decide what kind of routines that we are going to create for ourselves. And I want you to understand that right now, because the school year is starting, because it is like a clean slate, this is the time to really start thinking and analyzing. If you are not happy with the routines that you have right now, this is a great time to turn it all around. So I want you, with that said, I want you to take a big, deep breath. (sighs) I let it out. (laughs) And I want you to look hard at your current routine. And you may be thinking, but Jess, I don't even have a routine. (laughs) Yes, you do. Either you have a routine of doing, you, you have a routine of doing the same things. Or maybe you have a routine of not doing the same things, right? Maybe there's things in your life that you're pushing off and you have a, a habit of doing that. Either way, you have some type of habits and you have some type of routine. And I want you to ask yourself, is your current routine serving you or not serving you? And in what ways is that? These would be great questions to journal on. Does your routine align with how you want to show up in this life and the goals that you have? Because I'll be honest with you, you are your habits and routines because they dictate the actions that you take daily. And those actions are what make up your identity. That is how you show up in this world. This is who you are. It is a series of the actions you take. And those actions are your habits, are your routines. That is your identity. And whether you have ever thought about that or not, and it might be a hard reality, right? I want you to look at this with self-grace because we need a lot of grace in times of change, in times of awareness when, you know, we start realizing that what we're doing isn't working. And instead of beating ourselves up and doing the self-guilt, we have to come with that grace because that grace allows us to change. It gives us the opportunity and the empowerment to make a change when we come at something with grace. So I want to, you to give yourself plenty of grace through whatever change in process, right? And so the good news is those things can change. If they're, if you are not in alignment with that right now, that's okay. And I want to um, share with you another way you know when you're not in alignment with who you are meant to be, who you are at your core, who is your better self, is you're not happy. You're feeling that disconnect. You're not happy with how you're showing up in your life. You're not happy with really who you are right now. And the reason you're feeling that disconnect and that pain is simply because you are disconnected from your best self, from your highest self, how you envision yourself to show up in this world. And when we are disconnected and we're not showing up like that, guess what? It turns into pain. And the pain is there to tell us something. <laughs> it's telling us that we are not in alignment. It's telling us we are not showing up as our best self. And so this is not a reflection 
of that you're broken. This is not a reflection of, you know, that there's something wrong with you. This is a reflection that you're just not where you truly are meant to be. And we shouldn't mean it about anything personal about us besides the fact that we're just not showing up. And we should, you know, be thankful that we have that feedback that is showing us that there is something that is not in alignment. And I know this is like kind of like, wow, she went deep real fast. (laughs) But I really feel like at its core, you understand what I'm talking about and you're feeling that right now. And the reason um, I can speak so well about this is because that was me at one time. I was living and I was doing habits and routines that were unhealthy and they were not in alignment with my best self and they were not in alignment with who I was supposed to be in this world. And that showed up as depression. I was in so much emotional pain all the time and I felt lost and it was because I was out of alignment. And when I stepped into creating healthier habits for myself and taking care of myself, guess what? That alignment, that that pain, it started going away because I started to become in alignment with who I was supposed to be and my best self. And so this goes deeper than how you look in the mirror or a number on the scale or a body fat percentage. This goes deeper than that because I'm going to tell you something that's a little secret that most you know coaches and things don't really talk about when it comes to those kinds of transformations, our outer transformation is the reason why, a big reason why people do not keep results is because they have not created an identity shift. They have not created this shift that this is who I am now. This is myself. This is my best self. This is my better self. They don't make that shift. And the reason they don't make that shift is because they didn't really change anything about their routines or their habits for the long term. It was all push, push, push. I'm going to try to willpower. I'm going to try to motivate myself to get through this. There wasn't any real lifestyle change, right? We all talk about, oh, I want a lifestyle change. And we don't really understand what that all really entails and how that processes and what it processes too is really an identity shift. You go from being this person that is not fit to being this person that identifies that this is who I am and I'm fit. And you will, when you um, change your identity or when whatever identity you have, you will fight for that identity because it feels so off when you're not in alignment with the identity that you have set for yourself. And that comes by creating habits and routines. And that's why I'm talking about this right now. And that's why it matters so much, right? Is for us to analyze these things. And I know we all know that creating a routine is a, it's like, yes, we need to do that. Oh, I want a healthy lifestyle. Yes, I got to do that. But we don't understand exactly why that matters so much. And that's why I'm just, you know, I just explained to you exactly why that matters. And that was a big, huge aha moment for me when I created these shifts in my life. And when I changed my life was changing really who I was. And it wasn't even that. It was me finally stepping into my better self, who I was supposed to be and how I was supposed to show up in this world. And that's what I did. I answered that calling. I And that's why it has been such a thing so easy for me to, I won't say easy, but I have upkept it for so many years because I don't, when I don't go to the gym, when I don't take care of myself, I don't, I feel off. I feel I'm unaligned. And that's what I am as unaligned with the identity that I have set for myself now. And that all started with habits and routines. 
So let's go ahead and start diving into how we can start creating those habit shifts and those routine shifts because now is a great time, right? We got a clean slate. We got, you know, we're going to have to be pushed into some type of routine when school starts. So why not make it work for you? Why not you take advantage and you figure out what do I want out of this opportunity, right? And so let's first break down, I kind of explained routines and habits in the sense of like the underlying real meaning of identity shifting, but let's just kind of talk about what they are so you understand how they are created because that really matters because if you're not understanding how habits in themselves work, it's kind of hard to, you know, to create a new habit or to, um, you know, change an old habit that's not working for you. So routines are simply a series of habits and habits are the actions that make up your routine. Okay. Habits are made up of four parts, all which are called, can be called, some people call it a habit loop. So you have a trigger you have the craving, you have the response, and you re- you have the reward. And I'm going to share some information with you um, that I, I'm getting from James Clear on Atomic Habits. Like if you want to learn how to shift your habits from like the best, he's the best. <laughs> James Clear, and then he has his book, Atomic Habits. It's actually one of my favorite books because it is just so well broken down. It has so many ideas and ways that you can create better habits in your life and how you can you can break bad habits. And I'm going to just leave you with a little caveat on that too. If you're somebody that's trying to break a bad habit, um, it's actually easier to replace a bad habit than to do completely away from it. And that hap- and you understand that when you start to understand the parts that are in a loop, a habit loop, right? So the first part is a trigger. Every habit has a trigger. There is something, there's a cue, there's a reason that that starts the craving for that habit. So this is why it's really hard to replace bad habits. I mean, I mean, to do away with bad habits, it's easier to replace it because the trigger is still going to be there, right? So instead of trying, and the thing is, most of us try to, uh, like, try to willpower through um, bad crave, I mean, bad cravings, (laughs) well, that too, right? But bad habits, because we don't understand how to shift them and how it really, what entails, because we're just trying to willpower through not giving into the trigger, not giving into the craving, when really we just need to change the response that we have when we have that trigger and we have that craving. So I'm going to give you guys an example of like a habit, a bad habit, right? Let's let's do something that probably people can relate to. Um, how about eating something sweet after dinner? Right. You have that that becomes a habit. Right. The trigger. What's the trigger? What happens? You have did you finish dinner? Right. And when you finish dinner, you then you get a craving for something sweet. And then the response is the action. So you go make yourself a bowl of ice cream or a bowl of cereal or you eat whatever your go to is. And then you have the reward that closes the habit loop. That's the feel good at the end, right? Like, ooh, I got this like treat for myself and I feel good for a minute. And sometimes we kind of think, well, I mean, it's this habit doesn't make me feel good. And yes, it does. If it's something that you keep repeatedly doing, there is a reward to it. That's how our brains are programmed. We're programmed to continue to do things that our brain sees that has a reward to it. There's no reason why we would keep doing it if we didn't 
think there was a reward. So I want you to really think about that too when you're not, when you're looking at your bad habits, that there is a reward <laughs> that's happening or you wouldn't keep doing it. Doesn't mean that that is, is serving you, right? We can feel a reward, but it doesn't mean that is serving us. It could be something that's actually harmful to us, just like drinking, right? If we use drinking as like buffering out, we use food too as buffering, right? Buffering our emotions, things we don't want to feel and for temporary relief. But in the end, we actually feel worse, right? But it's still a reward, that temporary relief. So we keep doing it. Um, so it's really important to understand that that's how habits are created. That's how habit loops. I mean, that's the loop of a habit, right? You got a trigger, you got a craving, you got a response, you got a reward. And going back to like having to eat something sweet after dinner, one thing that would be a way that you could create something into a healthier habit, and this, you know, just continuing on with this example is because you're still going to have a trigger. You're still going to eat dinner, right? The di- finish dinner, eat dinner. That was the trigger, right? So it's going to response that craving still. But instead of having the response or the habit of getting like cereal or ice cream or candy, maybe have like a piece of fruit or, you know, like a couple of like squares of dark chocolate or something, replace it with that. You're still going to get a reward from that. And it's also going to um, not make you feel guilty later that you just picked out on whatever, right? And that you had this, or it's it's not going to keep you from your uh, fitness or weight loss plan or whatever you have going on. So that is, that's like an example of how we can change a habit. So I'm not going to go into too much about habits because that's kind of getting off, uh, kind of getting off track of what I really wanted to talk about, which was routines and things that we can do to take advantage of this clean site because I didn't want to just like anything I get on this podcast and I, of course, I, I give you guys like my best stuff. Like I want you guys to have ahas and takeaways and be able to take action on the things that I share in the podcast. And one of those things is really explaining to you guys with examples and giving you something that is tangible when you walk away and versus just a bunch of philosophies, which is great. It's it's good to have mindset shifts. It's good to um, have those aha moments as far as like, oh, I didn't realize I was doing that, but also having what do I do next, right? And so let's talk about what is that next step? Like, what do I do next? And so it's going to, I'm going to be completely honest with you. It's going to take intention, being intentional. This is not going to happen with wishful thinking um, or on its own, right? Just like anything that we have to be intentional with the changes that we want to create in our life. And it's going to take some grit and it's going to take some thoughtful planning on your part, but it's going to be so worth it in the end whenever we have a routine that aligns with how we really want to show up in this world and it sets us up because once we have routines and habits in place, guys, it gets so much easier. It's so much easier because that becomes who you are and you start to want to do those things because it makes you feel good and it's just part and you just start doing it because it is part of your day and that's just how you live your life, right? And that's what the goal in goal is that we're trying to get to so we don't have to willpower and use motivation anymore. And so motivation and willpower are great and they can help a little bit in the beginning, but they're so sporadic and they're just um, short, so short lived that we cannot rely on that the whole time. 
right? This is why it's so important to do things and to pick diets and to pick workout plans and things that make sense for our lifestyle, that fit our lifestyle. That's something that we can see ourselves doing long-term because if you can't see yourself doing it long-term, well, those results are not gonna be long-term because you're not gonna be able to upkeep it. So that's something really important. So as I go into talking about what I recommend are some things that you might wanna think about as far as changing your routine right now. They're not rocket science, it's not, it's, it's simple, but not easy. Everything I teach is simple, but maybe not easy. And not easy in the fact that it just takes time. It takes learning, but it's not rocket science, right? So I want you to uh, have a open mindset too, right? If you are somebody that thinks you always have to have like this very lawn out, like big old plan of all these crazy details. And it has to be so complicated in order for it to work. And it doesn't have to be like that. And especially as moms, what I have found for myself and coaching other moms is when we can simplify things, that's whenever the magic starts and we can really start to uh, create those habits and create those real changes in our life because it's something that we can actually fit into our life and we can keep up, you know? So there's no point in having um, these crazy meal plans and workout plans and things like that if you're not able to keep up. And you know what? There's stages of ways that we, we grow and, you know, eventually to get the results that you truly want, it might it's going to come to a point where you're going to have to have custom and dialed in nutrition and, and um, a fitness plan, right? But just to even get started, like there's so much we can do. And there's this is some of the things that I really recommend that you try to put into place for yourself that is going to create the foundation, a strong foundation and those building blocks that are actually going to get you that lifestyle change that you want. And I recommend just starting off small, picking no more than three things to focus on changing at once. You're better off making some change than nothing at all because you overwhelmed yourself by doing too much at once. So take a few minutes to think about what are those top three things. And I'm going to share with you guys what I feel like if you are somebody that is trying to make a, a fitness change, you're trying to change your transform your body, change your your health, um, lose weight. These are the things, these are the foundational routines that you need to work on. And I even believe that in this order as well, but sleep, having a, a bedtime routine, right? Stress and mindset, that could be um, what I consider a morning routine, you know, waking up before everybody in your house and having some time to yourself to get your mind right and to de-stress for the day. Um, that's water, having a, <laughs> drinking enough water, having a routine around that, meal planning, meal prepping, working out, and then you can start to dial things in, you know, um, but really having those foundational places and, and uh, foundational things in place really make a difference because everything will fall around those things. Because think about if you're not getting enough sleep, not only do you feel like shit the next day, but you're actually setting your hormones up for food cravings. It's actually, there is a link to obese, obesity and lack of sleep. Um, you know, it's just general health. Remember, I have this saying, if you've been listening to podcasts for a while, you probably have heard me say, a healthy body is a sexy body. It all starts with how you treat yourself and your health. And if you cannot take care of the basic foundational elements of your health and have a healthy routine around those kinds of things, guess what? Weight loss, getting fit, losing body fat, having abs, all that stuff, gaining muscle, 
you can just like, that's going to be way harder to do. And it might, and actually will might even completely sabotage some of those things. So it's like, we need to think about, we don't need to put the cart before the horse. We need to think about the things that matter the most. And those are the things that matter the most whenever you're, you're wanting to do anything really when it comes to your health. So now let's talk about what it like, looks like to create routines around these things. Okay. So now this is, I'm going to share some like more actionable, tangible things. And I'm going to use my, uh, me as an example, because I mean, as like, I was like, who knows anything, who knows myself better than me. Right. Um, and so bedtime routine, right school's about to start perfect time to have a bedtime routine so you can get more sleep obviously because your kids need to get more sleep so take advantage of that don't be the mom that puts the kids to sleep and still stays up to 11 midnight whatever time right it's that's not serving you use the trigger right if we're creating new healthy routines and habits around bedtime use putting your kids the trigger that starts your bedtime routine that puts you into bed earlier right and so when we are trying to create new habits we always want to think about doing things in the same way this is what i tell women and when i coach them too is like we're trying to make things a habit how can we do this the same way every week how can you work out the same way the same time how can you meal prep meal plan those kinds of things because that's what's going to instill it into becoming a habit because we're going to start to have triggers like for example oh it's sunday trigger okay sunday i got a meal plan for the week right or like i was just using an example right now trigger i put my kids to bed that sends the the cue right for me to start my bedtime routine so i can go to bed early and i'm going to do that in the same way every single night in order to start creating a habit and a routine around that so the bedtime thing that's what i would do some of the things that i like when i'm on a bedtime routine this is my bedtime routine guys it's like dinner, kids shower, bath. I put kids in bed. We read a book together. I come back into my room. I, at that time, I try not to get on my phone or, um, you know, electronics. And then I foam roll for like 10, 15 minutes. And then I get ready for, and then I get, I, I get into bed. Right. And, and foam rolling was another cue for me. Like, okay, after I foam roll, I get, I go, I get in bed. Like that was just, for me, and it would set me up to get into bed, right? So having, and if, if you notice, like that's very simple. It's not like a complicated bedtime routine. It's not all these different things, but it worked and it had, and it gave me a routine. Some other things that might work for you, if you're somebody that's like, it's hard for you to go to bed at night because there's all the shit going on in your head because you're thinking about everything you got to do the next day, then you want to keep a journal by your bed And right before bed, use this as your trigger to be the last thing before you go to sleep is to write down everything in your head. Do what is called a brain dump and get everything out that you're thinking of, all the things that you got to do, get them out of your head and just, and when you close that book, (laughs) that journal, know, okay, I'm leaving this for tomorrow, right? I'm not going to think about it. I'm going to leave it here. It's all here. It's ready to go. I don't have to overanalyze and think about it in my head. It's all out on this paper and that can help you to kind of, you know, wind down and go to sleep. The next thing, let's talk about a morning routine. Let's talk about the stress and the mindset. And I really think that a morning routine is great to address stress and your mindset because it is the only time as a mom that you can have me time (laughs) is early in the morning. And I want you to think about this too. How does it feel when you wake up and your day is like, 
you're wait you wake up because you woke up late, right? You keep pressing snooze to the point that you wake up and everything is a rush. You're rushing your kids, yourself. You're already stressed out for the day because you are just already behind, right? Before the day even started, you're already behind. How does that feel? It doesn't feel good. And then it translates throughout the rest of the day. It translates in the relationship and how you drop your kids off before school. And then you feel you feel like, a, you know, maybe you feel guilty or like a bad mom because you're like, shit, this is how I started the day with them. And then you don't see them all day because they're at school or you're at work or whatever. And it's like you're carrying that negativity. You're starting your day on a bad note, right? You're starting out like, what is that saying? Like you rolled out of bed on the wrong side of bed, <laughs> right? And it's all started because you were not intentional with your morning and you weren't um, you didn't have a morning routine. And so I started realizing this about myself a few years ago. And I didn't like being like that. I didn't like starting my day like that. So guess what? I woke up 30 minutes, then 30 minutes turned into an hour, an hour earlier before all my family wakes up. And I started that today. It's, I, I woke up at 5am today. And so I, and I'll, I'll be honest, guys, I pressed the snooze like twice. So it was 510. <laughs> but it's like, that is, but I know that's what I got to start doing, right? It's school's about to start. If I want my morning routine, I got to fight for it. So I'm going to start waking up at 5 a.m. So that way I can meditate. That way I can journal. That way I can um, look at my schedule for the, the day, for the week, really plan out, get some stuff done with my, my online business. Like that's my time to like feel like, I got my shit together for the day and get myself together. And as somebody that struggles still with negativity, I mean, guys, you probably wouldn't imagine because I'm just, I seem like I'm just such an awesome, <laughs> positive person, right? And I was like, I just called myself awesome. That's awesome, right? To be able to be like, say that and, and feel good about it. But the thing is, guys, um, as somebody that struggled with 10 years of depression, like, that shit doesn't go just magically go away. Like this is th this morning routine. Like it's so important for me. Exercise, eating right, having that mindset routine because it's really easy for me to fall back into those kinds of thought pattern patterns if I allow myself to do that. But I fight hard not to. I fight hard to keep who I really am like and, ha and to have those healthy and positive things and I'll be honest guys a lot of days I wake up with anxiety like I wake up and my stomach's all knots and I don't even understand like sometimes I don't even understand why it's like I just woke up and so I gotta I want to stop that 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 negativity right there where it starts so for me it's having a morning routine so when I wake up it's like I shift that energy real quick I get I meditate I I do things that get me centered and right for the day Day. And I don't allow that negativity to take me over is what I'm saying. And so it all starts with the morning routine. I'm not saying you got to wake up at 5 a.m. Even if you were to wake up 15 minutes before your kids, so or even wake up right on time, right? Just start with waking up on time and not snoozing because then at least you're not going to be rushed. At least that's not going to put you in a bad mood in the morning, right? Um, but really like meditation or just having that time to just like, clear head in the morning, even for five to 10 minutes can make a huge difference. And maybe if it doesn't work for you in the morning, find some time throughout the day where you can de-stress and you can have that mindset shift and start thinking about the things in your life that are not serving you in the sense of 
you know, your mindset. I mean, that could be social media. That can be like the the things that you're consuming. That could be, you know, watching too much TV, buffering out, doing things like having the thoughts and the mindset of things that are just not serving you in the long run. So really think about how that can affect you because really mindset is everything. And so if you're trying to lose weight, trying to get fit, trying to transform your body, um, it's going to be usually a mindset thing that is going to get you every time, right? And and we all see this because it's like if we could just be consistent with something <laughs> and a lot of it ends up being a combination of we do the things that are wrong approaches for us in our lifestyle and it's also a mindset thing. Um, so that's what I would suggest. The next thing is water. Water is really easy, guys, but it makes a huge damn difference. You know, somebody having having cravings, you're somebody that has a lack of energy, um, you're somebody that's just not even be able to think mentally clear, then you just need to drink more water. (laughs) I recommend working up to a gallon of water a day. It makes a huge difference. And, you know, one of the ways that you can create that into having a healthy habit of, of drinking water is to have a water canister. I have one that is half a gallon. So I know I got to drink one of those before noon and one of those afternoon. And I got my water intake for the day. It makes it so much easier than trying to think about all these different water bottles or glasses that I drank. And, you know, us moms, like we're not, we're not going to be able to keep up with with track with that, but I can easily keep track of something that's half a gallon and drinking it twice. And the thing is that I always drink water out of that canister. So it's like, it's a habit. When I see it, I drink water and I keep it with me everywhere I go. So it makes it really easy for me to have created that habit of drinking more water, especially when I see it. It's a cue, reminds me to drink more water. Next thing is meal planning and meal prepping. This matters so much, guys, especially as school starting. If you're a full-time working mom or whatever kind of mom, <laughs> you're busy doing, you know, whatever, you know, whatever you got going on the day, you're busy. I don't care if you're a stay-at-home mom or if you're a mom that works in an office. Like you're busy doing stuff. It's not like you're just sitting on your ass doing nothing all day long. And so it's really important to have some type of meal planning in place. You don't have to meal prep. You don't have to prep all your breakfasts and lunches or whatever for the week. Like I've done that before. It's been a part of my life. It really helped me when I worked in an office. Now I don't have to do that. I, I work mostly from home. So it's, um, I have, I do have that luxury of like getting up and getting and you know, getting something started or making a quick meal here. Um, but I still don't, I still am busy. I'm still doing things. So I still meal, I still meal plan because it is something that's going to set me up for success when it comes to keeping up with my macro counting um, routine. And it's something that makes me feel good because it's like, okay, I got my shit, <laughs> shit together and sense of like, I know what we're going to have for dinner, right? And I have that planned out. And I also have, um, I don't really have to think about food or stress about food during the week because I already did the, I took the time to meal plan for the week, right? So that's something that's really important, um, I feel, as just being a mom in general, even if you're not trying to lose weight or anything like that, that just is something like your kids have to eat, you have to eat. So one thing that works for me, meal planning, and I, I'm not going to go into a huge spell on it because I have done a podcast episode where I talked about my meal planning routine and I broke down what I do and I have some steps for that. So you can go and and look for that and um, I'll try to put that in the show notes as well so you can find it. But really having um, some type of meal planning routine that you do the same every week. So find a time, find a day where you actually meal plan, find a day where you usually go grocery shopping. 
Um, I'm not going to pretend that I have the most perfect meal planning routine because sometimes it shifts from week to week as far as when I, you know, I plan things out and I go grocery shopping just because this the simple fact that the grocery store is 45 minutes away from me. One And that's just one way, right? So I have to go there if I'm shopping that takes time or even just picking up, right? And then coming back. So it is, it's kind of an ordeal to, to get groceries for me. And so sometimes that changes because of my schedule and other things that I got going on. But if the grocery store is right there where you live, like that's all power to you. Then you start creating a really good habit or really good routine of like, I always meal plan on this day. I always grocery shop on this day. Um, and then, you know, having something where you have written down what you're going to eat for the week. And um, I have like a magnet on my fridge that I write down and now that school's starting, I'm really going to get back on really doing that routine. I always know that morning or that day, like sometime in early day, what I'm going to ha- we're going to have for dinner at the latest, right? I, because I have to get the, the meat out of the freezer and I got to do all that stuff. But when I'm really on my routine, I have it all planned out for the week. Like it's up there. It's, it's really like makes things so much easier, especially as things get busy with kids and having extra, extra curricular activities, then you're really going to want to have that put together. Um, next thing I would suggest is having some type of routine around working out. Now, if you are somebody that is like, oh, I can't find the time and this and that, um, I want to really challenge you to audit your time. How much time do you spend watching TV? How much time do you spend on your phone? Um, How much time do you spend doing things that you could somehow chisel out 30 minutes a day for yourself? Um, And working out is just something that really shifts everything forward. If you're trying to lose weight, trying to get fit, once again, coming back to all that, Working out's really important, not in the essence of like, I'm going to burn tons of calories. And I did a podcast episode on this. It was like, um, don't, what is it? Don't stop doing exercise for calories or something like that. See if I can, I'll once in, I'll put, I'll drop that into the show notes. But the reason being is because exercise really doesn't burn that much calories. Okay. When it comes to how fast and easy you could like re-eat those calories, it is kind of almost makes exercise seem a little pointless. But the whole point is that working out is a cornerstone habit for most people. What that means it is a habit that sets into place and motion other healthy, uh, positive habits afterwards. So for example, this is why I like to personally work out in the morning. When I work out in the morning, I make better food choices. I make better choices for myself. I think better about things. I have more of a positive outlook for the rest of the day. It just transcends. It's like it starts like a domino effect of all these positive things that happen throughout my day. So in return, working out is so important for me because it creates the shift for all these other healthier habits that will just follow and naturally feel like they more naturally fill into place with ease when I work out first thing in the morning. So you have to think about how can I fit this into my life? And like I said, if you are somebody that's trying to make exercise a habit, you need to do it the same time, the same way, every day. That's how you're gonna make a habit. If you're just like, Oh, I'm just going to work out and I'll figure it out as the day goes on. It's not going to it's not going to stick. It's not going to stick. You're always going to be like focused. You're always going to be 
having to like kind of push yourself to do that because it's not automatic and it's not going to be set because there's no specific triggers that are going to be set around that, right? So you could set triggers like something, um, the time of the day, always think about like, what do I do even before this habit, right? Because that's a trigger. For example, we have, think about even like brushing your teeth. Think about how it's just so automatic, right? Like you wake up, you brush your teeth, because the trigger is just there. The waking up is the trigger and it's so strong and you've been doing it for so long that you don't even have to think about brushing your teeth. It just happens. So how we want exercise to become, that's how we want the meal planning to become. All those things that are going to set you up, that's what you want in the end is it for it to be so automatic. But you have to be intentional about how you create those things so that they become automatic. So I'm going to start wrapping things up. Just to recap... You know, you are your habits, you are your routines, those that creates the identity of who you are, and you get to choose how you want to show up. And if you are not in alignment with your best self, it's going to come in the form of pain, usually emotional pain, you're not going to feel good about how you're showing up. And that is a sign that you are in in alignment with your best self. And so how do we start to become in alignment? We start to look at our habits. We start to look at our routines. We start to change those for the better. So as it comes to living a healthier lifestyle, fat loss, body transformation, the biggest things that you want to focus on on shifting a routine around is sleep, having a healthy, good bedtime routine where you get plenty of sleep, you know, having a morning routine, you know, something um, ideally where you take of some time for some me time to de-stress, to get your mindset right for the day so you're not starting on the wrong side of the bed and everything's in a rush. Uh, you want to have a routine about around drinking enough water. I recommend drinking a gallon of water, meal planning, meal prepping, working out. Those are foundational things that you're going to need in place that are going to help to to have that sustainable results, right? And of course, you know, taking that a step further, having some kind of customization in your meal plan, your workout plan, something that is fit for you is going to take those results and times them by 10 and get you there faster. And so there's, if you want to talk more about what that looks like, you guys are always welcome to message me and we can talk more about what that would look like for you. Um, but really the bottom line is that I want you guys to win. I want to see you succeed. I want to see you guys move in the right direction. And I want you guys to realize the opportunity you have right now with school starting and that whole fresh, clean start that this is the perfect time to start creating those healthy habits, to start making those shifts in your life. And I'd be really interested and excited to hear how you do that or how you plan to do that. And if you have any questions or you want a little bit more guidance on that, reach out to me, just at mamasthenewstrong.com or you can find me on Facebook, Jessica Nicole May, or you can pop into the Facebook group, the Macros for Moms uh, free Facebook group, or find me on Instagram, Mama's New Strong. It's really not hard to find me if you just try. (laughs) And so I'm going to leave you guys with that. But for now, go out there and be the strong mom that you know you are. And let's go ahead and tackle this new school year with 
a clean start, right? Let's go ahead and tackle it with creating those routines and those things um, that you that you really want to create in your life. Now is the time to do that. So I'm going to leave you with that and I will see you in the next episode. Bye for now. What if you could lose weight and transform your body without cooking yourself separate dinners from your family, without meal replacement shakes, or without cutting out all carbs? Macro counting is a lifestyle that can give you all of that and it's a diet that actually fits into your mom life, not another restrictive diet that you have to work your mom life around. And I've been using macro counting for the past five years to stay fit and stick to my goals as well as help other moms do the same. It can truly be life-changing if you are ready for it. And that is why I put together a free, simple, and quick guide that walks you through five questions that will help you know with clarity if you are ready to start your macro county lifestyle. So go to www.mamasnewstrong.com forward slash get started. That's mamasnewstrong.com forward slash get started or see the link in the show notes. So go and grab this guide so you can find out if you are ready to confidently start your macro county lifestyle today.